Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween. I know we said that last week, but today's the day after Halloween, mm -hmm. and we're recording our Suspiria episode. Uh-huh. Uh, that's I'm how we Christy, spent Halloween night. I'm Michael. And we're Tara and Tacos. And yeah, that is how we spent Halloween night. We went to Alamo Draft House and we watched um, the much long-awaited and most excited about movie that was going to come out this fall season, Suspiria. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what what did we think, Michael? Well, well, first let's talk about the food. Yeah, because I cheated again. You, you did. Cheat. I never learned my lesson. And it's you know we had said this yeah. time we're gonna have tacos. We're gonna have tacos uh -huh. just as extra insurance. And then we got there, and I said I'll have tacos. I love if, chicken. I know you love, I love chicken. It. And their chicken fingers yeah. are legit, and man. So They're I, so good. I cheated. I will also say this um, because I know we've talked about the tacos. We've talked about the chicken, dude. I had a $9 milkshake, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I know you're like, that's crazy. A $9, I don't give a fuck. I would have paid 20 for it. It was so good. Those milkshakes are so good. I had the, like, the cookie dough one. Oh, my God. And then Aspen had one. Because we went, we went yeah. with our spouses. Yeah, we took John um, and Aspen. And Aspen and had one with booze. It's and it called was... the sacrificial milkshake, <laughs> and it has blood orange and bourbon in it, and it's good. She Yeah, she was still. It's really, really good. I'll say it was Probably her favorite part of the evening yeah. was the boozy milkshake. Yeah. So. so I have a question for you. Throw it out. Should does everyone real quick? If, for those of you who don't know, Suspiria remake of Dario Argento's 1977 classic. Right. Yeah, that's uh, case, it, and it's just just so you guys know, there probably will be spoilers in this episode. Sure. So if you don't want to listen to it until you watch the new Suspiria, that's cool. That's cool. But here we go. All right. Let me ask you this question. Uh huh. Why do you think that European filmmakers <laughs> are allowed to get away with this kind of tomfoolery <laughs> and are called artists? That's a, that's a great question. I'm sorry. It's making me laugh and choke. Um, that is a fantastic question. Uh, it does seem as though the Europeans, um, especially Italians... He's one of your people, he man. Is he's, he's Sicilian. He is, I know, he's absolutely one of Luca, he's one of my people. He's so Sicilian, his last name even baffles me. Yeah, I and I took Italian for four years in college, and I'm, it's Luca Guadagnino. Yeah, that, Guadagnino. that is... I can't remember if the G is silent before right, the N Right, me neither. On. That is some legit shit. Yeah. Um, I think, especially with the Italians, um, the, the French, I think, get away with some things, and, and even the, the Spanish. Uh, more so than a lot of people, it, it's almost as if 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 we're just like crediting them for the the hundreds and hundreds. Like we're still crediting these motherfuckers for the Renaissance. Yeah, man. And so it's like there are, and it's not to say either Italian filmmakers I love. There are sure. French filmmakers, Spanish filmmakers I love. Right. But there are times when they do some things, and it seems like. We as Americans are supposed to just be like, well, I don't know. It's don't art. Know. It's art. Um, one of the things that they, the, the, the Italian, apparently the Italian concept of time, um, is not the same as ours. And neither, I neither, neither is Spanish yeah. concept of time. And I don't mean in a sort of, is time a, a human construct type question? I, I mean in the, 
we don't have to get to the plot of this movie until 40 fucking minutes in. Right. Um, and, you know, you see that. I don't want to, you know, just paint with a broad brush, but I will. Uh, you see that in sort of the way that a lot of Italians and, and Spaniards and uh, I assume the French, too, I don't yeah. know, treat meals. Right. You know, this idea that like, which is cool, like this, we're going to fucking well, eat for four hours. We're going to eat for four hours or we're going to take, we're going to stop working in the middle of the day mm-hmm. and take a nap and then go back to work. And that like, yeah. when we're discussing naps and food and drinking, I'm all for it. Absolutely. But when we're discussing telling a story, uh-huh. um, you know, and being at the theater for... How uh, long was this movie? Three days long, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, we, yeah. Um, I mean, we got there on Monday. Yeah, and then it's, it's, we, <laughs> we, we got just out got night. out. Um, I mean, the the official runtime is two hours and thirty two minutes. It's too long, man. Yeah, and not not just not on its own. Like, I mean, you and I, there are movies that are three hours sure. that we will easily sit down and watch. It's not like you and I are some of those people who are like, it better be fucking 90 minutes. Right. No. Yeah, no, that's not it but at all. But this two and a half hours felt like six hours. It felt like six hours. And not in the least because the film, I think, wanted to, the filmmaker wanted to go so in the opposite direction of Argento's um, art direction uh-huh. that it was just kind of boring it, to look at. It was just kind of boring. Except for the moments when Tilda Swinton was on screen. Yeah. So, I mean, to start off, like, you know, this is obviously you and I, have, we've brought up, we've brought up Suspiria many, many times on, on, on the show. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to talk about it specifically, like on a list that we want to do, sometimes just randomly, because right. it is both one of, of us, one of our favorite movies. Um, the idea that this was boring is shocking to me. Yeah, I have to say (laughs) that neither of us, having what, what, you know, in reference to what Michael just said, neither of us went into this going like, oh, this is going to be like, oh my God, this is going to be the best movie. Or like, neither of us like overhyped or neither of us said we're going to hate it. Right. Like... We, we were just, like, excited to excited see it. Excited to see it. So much so that, like, it's not out in Dallas yet. It no. officially comes out tomorrow. We went to a pre-screen. pre-screening at the Alamo Draft House, which was great. It was a fun way to spend Halloween. We brought, you know, we brought. I mean, John and Aspen came with us. Um, I was excited. But, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't either way. I just was, I was right. hoping it was going to be something. Right. So, quickly. So, quickly, if you've never seen Suspiria... Just without spoiling anything, really. Suspiria is about this young woman, Susie Banyan, mm-hmm. who's American. Yeah. And she comes to Germany mm-hmm. to attend a prestigious, uh, very elite dance school. Dance school. school. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Which is very European and in its, its own like, right. Yeah, super <laughs> European. And uh, as she, you know, she arrives, and, and, and in the original, she arrives in the midst of a storm. Yeah. And there's all this hubbub because one of the dancers has left the company. Mm-hmm. And she, as she, you know, is there, she comes to find out that this dancer, the one that she saw, like, running through the forest in the middle of the storm, still a great shot in the original. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Is running away because she has found out that the, the, the women who run the dance company 
are witches. Are witches. Is actually a coven. Mm -hmm. So, like, that in itself is already so fucking cool. Yeah. Right? What a badass concept. Right. And what they do is they take these young women who are strong dancers mm -hmm. and they use them, some of them, mm -hmm. in their ceremonies to revitalize their themselves. Yeah, the old, like sort of older, yeah. ancient, the, dying witches. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because they don't die. They, uh, or they can die unless they get fresh yeah. blood, right? And when we mean old, it's not like, oh, she's like a little old woman. It's like she no, is. No, 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 It's ancient. Ancient. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that by itself is already a cool concept. It's already a cool concept. And then, you know, we have, I have talked about the original. You and I have talked about it. We just talked about it. We talked about it a lot. But like watching the original Suspiria, the Argento, is in my opinion like like being a part of a, a fever dream yeah. and there are visual things that argento does that are still to this day absolutely stunning unmatched unmatched in combination with one of the most insane slash best horror scores ever by right. the italian prog rock band goblin um and so there are moments when you're watching suspiria and like i argento will discard plot or character or, or acting. acting he doesn't give a fuck about acting if it in whenever it serves his aesthetic right like the his aesthetic the overall like thing that he creates is, is more important. important and there are moments when objectively especially as an actor you might go like oh god that person is terrible at acting right but it doesn't matter like between what he's doing what goblin is doing what you you're know, watching. What you're watching. Razor. There's a room of, like we've talked about, it. there's a room full of razor wire. Why? Why is it there? Doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. Fucking because amazing. the scene is amazing. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, a kill that happens like in a piazza mm -hmm. with a, some dogs. And it's like, what the hell am I looking at? Where is this happening? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because it's beautifully f shot and it's stunning to watch. And, uh, sometimes story gets lost, but, but I will say that he does stick to one story. Yeah. I mean, you said this. I think one of the, like, things, again, most shocking, and I think you're absolutely right. I agree with you. Is like, how is it that Argento's version is somehow more clear than the one we just watched? Right. When at times Argento's version doesn't even fucking care, even care. about clarity. It doesn't care about clarity. Um, and, and yet I could tell you, yeah, it's, yeah. it's insane. This this uh, this movie has it, it has it has so much going yeah, on. Yeah, it tries to do so many things. So one of the things, one of the first changes it makes uh -huh. is it moves it to Berlin, right? From Fry Fry Freiburg, Freiburg. Fry, yeah. Um, uh, okay, cool, great. But it's Berlin it, it, at the height of the Cold War. Uh -huh. The dance studio is literally built what? four feet from the fucking wall. Right, right. Um, and so it, it sort of thrusts this, like, Cold War East-West Berlin narrative on top of the, the, the witch story. Right. We then are introduced to another character that we can talk about more, because it's Tilda Swinton playing an old German man, which so, is incredible. Fantastic. Um, he is a survivor of the Holocaust. Right, who lost his wife, Anka, who was Jewish, but had Aryan papers. Papers, yeah. yeah. And so we have the Cold War. We have the Holocaust. We have this coven this dance school. And then on top of that, we have the the hijacking situation with the Palestinian oh, hijackers. Me, right. Of a Lufthansa. Of a Lufthansa flight. Right. Which I think actually, yes. it, it, yeah. it, it did actually happen. But we have these four storylines 
tied together. But but how? how and why? So and in the original, the German doctor is a is a bit part. Mm-hmm. Plays a tiny bit part. We only see him a little bit. And in this version, he's almost made to be the main. Uh, yeah, he he almost serves as. Uh, I would I would. I would welcome a debate as to whether he is the protagonist, the protagonist of, of the movie or, or Susie is. Yeah, or Susie um, is. And, We're supposed to be following Susie, right? And we are we are given we are we spend so much time. And again, let me say this: this is an old German doctor man, played by Tilda Swinton. So she also plays. Madame Blanc, Madame Blanc, who is like the head teacher choreographer yeah. of the dance school, and she also plays uh, Helena Marcos, Marcos, who is like the the head of, of the yeah. dance school, but we don't see Helena Marcos until the very, the very end. end. And Aspen, who knows way more about modern dance than me, said that like you, if you've ever watched like Pina Bausch, who was a modern choreographer, modern dance choreographer, Swinton is very much like her in the movie. Okay. My takeaway, yeah, Tilda Swinton's one of the best fucking actors in the world. Yep. That's She's awesome. She's fucking incredible. Um, however, I knew that before this movie. Right. And I will know it when she makes another movie. Right. Um, and I, her, what she does with the German old man is incredible. Right. But w- w- takes us down. I mean, it's like, I don't, an, understand, I don't understand. I don't understand why he was there. I don't understand why the, why the German storyline was there. And like, you know, I came away from it and we decided not to record right after we saw the movie, like we have with other, with other films. Not in the least because we got oh out God, like dude. at fucking eleven o'clock at yeah. midnight or something yeah. like that. It was, it was so late. It, it was, was so late and much we, later than we yeah. thought it was going to be. Um, and uh, I just thought, okay, so is this supposed to be like? There's a whole running theme of like the doctor not believing Patricia, who's uh-huh. played, who is the young dancer that runs away Chloe from Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz. Um, and and they keep saying like oh men who don't believe women men who men, don't yeah. believe and i'm like okay i get it fine but what else does this german doctor Dur- bring to, to the plot i don't know i mean and then the, we have this sort of loose tie and he's like well maybe she's not seeing witches but maybe they're the ones bombing whatever the fucking like, terrorist what? shit that was going on i was like what is happening why okay can i Side note real quick or, or tangent. I think you and I both, we didn't know this. We didn't talk about, we didn't really talk much last night because it was so late and like mm-hmm. we had to get home. You had to get home. Um, we both had the same thought. We open, the movie is structured. It's laid out. It's like presented in six chapters and six one chapters epilogue. Six chapters and one epilogue. It says that in the credits. Yeah. And so chapter one. I thought that was super cool. Me I thought, too. oh man, we're going to. Fucking, this is going to yeah. be legit. Yeah. Chapter one is Chloe Grace Moretz. Mm-hmm. What's her, is old. Patricia. Patricia. Um, with the German doctor and she starts talking about Olga and these and I was like oh these are all like names I recognize from the original from the original and you and I unbeknownst to both of us Uh had the same idea we thought oh shit chapter one is going to be the reference to the original movie right it's gonna it's going to wrap that up right and then we are going to what, chapter two is going to be 2018. Right. And we're going to have a new story. Mm-hmm. It does not do that. It doesn't do that. It it remains set in the 70s. In 77, we get Dakota Johnson plays Susie Banyan, uh-huh. who was played by uh, Jessica Harper. Uh, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think Jessica Harper in the original. 
Um, who plays Anka, the who plays dead Anka, wife in yeah, this. Exactly. Uh, and Dakota Johnson is great. Yes, she does a good I job. Have, I haven't seen her in anything else. And I have to say that there were moments during this film when I thought I was looking at Tippi Hedren, her grandmother. Yeah, right? It was fucking incredible. It's weird. It's very weird. And, and um, Melanie Griffith. Like, yeah, I thought sure. She looks like, like both this is a This yeah. is what genetics does. Exactly. Yeah, and I know like there's probably some haters because... The Fifty Shades movie. I've never seen. Shockingly, I've Christy, nev- we've never, we have neither never of us have ever seen the Fifty Shades movies. But she's good. She's all right. She's lovely. Um, but yeah, so so she's like this new Susie Banyan who has traveled from Ohio, USA, mm-hmm. to attend this school. Um, and this is this is a storyline that we don't get in the original. Correct. Um, in this one, Susie Banyan is a, a, a Mennonite. A Mennonite. She was raised Mennonite. And you we get glimpses uh-huh. of her childhood and being raised Mennonite. And she was, she stuck out like a sore thumb. Uh-huh. She did not want to be Mennonite. Right. She was always getting in trouble. Sneaking, like sneaking away to go to New York to watch this dance company right. perform. Right. And, um, the, you know, there's a, there's something there that I thought, Later on in the movie, when we see flashback Susie Banyan, and she's like supposed to be studying geography, but she keeps writing, she keeps drawing a line between USA and Berlin. Berlin. And she's writing Berlin over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. I'm like, oh, I get it. She's a witch, and she's been creating this spell since she was young. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. But then it never... Not went anywhere. anywhere. No, it never went anywhere because we ne- we didn't stay with Susie Banyan. Enough. We didn't no. start with Susie, and we don't get to see her point of view. So, like the whole thing is that Susie, and you correct me if you think I'm wrong, but Susie comes to the school only to realize that she is the. Okay, so I guess we have, to do a, we have to do a little history here. We have to do a little history. Okay, so Dario Argento has a trilogy of films, and they're called like the mo- the mother witch mother films uh-huh. or whatever. And there is there's Suspirium, mm-hmm. there's Tenebrum, and there's Lacrimosa. Right. And these are characters from even other films that he's done. Right. Uh, and so they're in this version of of uh, Suspiria. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, the the three mothers, yeah, are are sort of told. We're we're sort of told they are they are sort of the ancient. power. They're the ancient power before Christianity, before Bef- anything yeah. else, and they are like the mothers of this coven, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they take human form, correct? And um, Helena Marcos, who is the head of the school, claims that she is Mother Suspirium, mm-hmm. right? We come to find out that Susie Banyan actually, actually is. is Mother Suspirium, and she has been since, since birth. birth. But we don't spend enough time with Susie and her journey no. in this movie to care. Right. And we don't spend enough time with her to see her even discover yeah. that and she again, is like, I sort of Mother Suspirium. Lo- I, I mean, that to me is like, if you told me that, if you were like, dude, this is what... This is the plot of the remake. Right. I would be like, that's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. You know? But it's, again, it's so convoluted. We leave her so often mm-hmm. that by the time we get there, nine hours later or whatever. I don't care. Um, you don't care. And, like, I know this is, like, this. Seem- sometimes I feel like this is something we keep coming back to. But, like, if I don't care, I don't. It, it doesn't work. It um, doesn't work. It's the, you know, we can. Yeah. And it's true. The other thing about it is, like, I mean, in 
in all stories, you have to have someone that you care about. Yeah, even if they're the worst fucking person in the world, you, you have, have to, to care, care you something. You have to care something about yeah. them. And in this movie, I did not care about Susie. I cared about Madame Blanc because she was fucking cool. Yeah, uh, and she's Tilda Swinton. And she's Tilda Swinton. Swinton. I mean, of course, uh, you know. But, I, you know, it was just... And, and the other, to me, most important thing is that I was not scared. Oh, my God, dude. You want to talk about the sort of ultimate disappointment. I the, we, we didn't talk after, but I texted you when I got home. Yeah. And I said something to the effect of never in a million years <laughs> did I think... The thing from Suspiria that I would be most interested in was the day-to-day workings of a dance company and their new bold choreography. Like at one point I was like, fuck, let's just watch that movie. Let's just watch that movie. Let's just watch that movie. Tilda Swinton's gonna do a new dance. Awesome. Okay. That's fantastic. Because I there is there is not a single moment. And look, this can't. I know, like, you and I are like, we're hardened, we're never scared, or whatever. Like, we're, we we're not, do get but scared. But we do though. get scared. And Aspen came with us, and Aspen, one, has no connection to the original. Right, neither does John, and John also gets scared. Yeah. yeah. And so, and Aspen's biggest fear, I mean, was that she w- it was going to be too scary, right? right? Because she's heard, you know, all the legends of Suspiria. She, she was not scared at all for a there is nothing absolutely nothing scary about no. this movie there's some moments in the movie that like we said are horrifying sure like there's uh, it's body horror it's body horror is what it is but even that it's very few it's very few and it's not it's it's very it's very yeah you're right it's like two or three things and it's the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. yeah it's horrifying when someone's fucking leg breaks and snaps through their skin and you can see it and you can see it that's horrifying Okay, it's not scary. No, um, it's just gross. And there are body horror films. That's never been like my preferred subgenre. Me neither. But there are ones that do work and are terrifying. And are terrifying. Um, this is not that. Yeah. Um, I I thought of the say like if you said there were like three sort of set pieces of horror. Um, the first one is impressive. But it's impressively edited, and whoever it is brilliantly choreographed, right. literally. And right. I can respect that. Yeah, the young woman to whom the 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 first big body horror happens, like fucking fifty minutes into the movie, it, yeah, or some fifty shit. minutes, into the movie, yeah, and it's a long sequence. Um, she's doing that, mm-hmm. like she is doing the. She's I mean, mean, there's some stuff that you that clearly has to be CGI or right. whatever, but most of the body movement stuff. <laughs> She's doing She's it. an incredibly she's talented an incre- dancer. Yeah, she's an incredibly talented dancer. And so you're like, wow, wow. That's, I'm impressed with that. Uh, but I don't feel scared for no, her. No, I don't feel scared for her. I feel impressed by her as a dancer, mm-hmm. grossed out by a broken leg and arm right. and all of that. And impressed with the editor. Right. Because it cuts back and forth between yeah. Susie dancing and yeah. then this horrible thing. But it wasn't scary. So that wasn't scary. The movie oh. was never, ever scary. Not once. I mean, and I think that... <laughs> <laughs> in the in the in the final climactic thing where we were supposed to be scared. Hashtag blood room. Yeah, hashtag blood room. <laughs> you and I laughed out loud. Laughed like we out la- laughed loud. out loud. And I thought, well, you said it. You said, how are we the only ones how, laughing? How are we the only ones? I, I mean, I, I'm still baffled as to how we are the only ones who are laughing. It's one of the <laughs> s- just. It was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. It was so. 
over the top, but not in the Argento over right. the top way. Right. It was just kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you had this amazing opportunity. Covens, dude. Covens, like, dude. Crazy. Yeah. Naked. Witches dancing yeah. with a beast. Yeah, man. And you and this is ruined what you, this it. This is, is how what you, you executed came it. up with. Yeah, unreal, man. Unreal. Ah. Like, and I, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around. And then to go back to Aspen again, I think. Look, I don't know that Suspiria the original is necessarily the scariest movie, right? But it is like a no, fucking drug trip. It like, is like a drug something. trip. And Argento is a master at creating mood and atmosphere. Yeah. And if you're good at that. And tension. And tension. It's true. And if you've got tension and mood and atmosphere, you can be yeah. in a state of. of I mean, of there's a scared. scene in the original when Susie walks down the hall. Nothing happens. Nothing's happening. And it's scarier I know exactly than any single yeah. moment in yeah. this film. It is the longest hallway in the world. Yes. Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, which we could say, like, one of the, to me, one of the biggest shots against it, knocks against it, is that it's never scary. It's never scary. Uh, Aspen was never scared. She's pretty easily scared. And then she woke up this morning, and to me, this is maybe the greatest insult you can give a movie. <laughs> she just turns to me. Like when we were getting ready to go to work, and she goes, "Man, I don't even remember what happened in that stupid fucking movie." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh my man, god!" And that's like, so sad. That's so sad. Like, that's crazy that yeah. that she walked away from that and was like, it was like nothing. It was like right. nothing. You know what makes her. me sad about that is that people who are not familiar with the first one who are going to watch the the young folks the, youths, the young people who are going to watch this one and are going to walk away with that they're yeah. going to be like oh that was stupid i'm never going to go watch the first one right are going to miss out on a definitive the, on, on a movie. definitive movie a definitive I, just, movie. I keep going back to like simple girl comes to dance school gets sucked in by weird coven who want to revitalize her blood to make their leader young again like that is an incredible simple plot line Uh much potential and i think that right now in these times when so many men are running scared because women seem to be like taking their power back i heard it's a hard time to be a man yeah i've I've heard it's very (laughs) scary to be a man Um, right now uh, but you know what I mean? It would have been, it's, like, it's perfect. It, it would have been perfect. Yeah. Like so many, our culture is, yeah. I mean, it's like, it is a scary time to be met, whatever. No, no but um, that's, I mean, like, yeah, the idea of, 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 of these strong women and, and all women and that, that, you know, in the studio. Now, I will say this. It was advertised in some places. I'm not blaming an anyone. All-female cast? It is not an all female. No, cast. it's not. There's um, some tiny roles yeah. that are played by men. But every lead is a woman. Oh, yeah. To the point that like Tilda Swinton plays multiple roles to right. make sure that's the case. Um, but yeah, you have this group of, I mean, j- like a, a place, a world run by women, multi-generational, the idea of them coming into power. It could have been so effective. It could have been so cool. The thing that I thought was cool that I also think they missed out on was, you know, when when we get towards the end of the movie, which was like four hours in, <laughs> um, yeah. and they're having the, the, the concert, that they finally do the dance concert. The dance concert, concert. yeah, and, the dance piece, yeah. Clearly... You know, it's a ritual. Clearly what they're doing is like this witch ritual. Mm -hmm. And to me, the idea of like, oh, so they they go around these, they go around performing this dance called Volk, Uh which means folk in German, right? Yeah. Um, Volkswagen. Volkswagen, (laughs) right. Um, 
and that in reality these witches are are performing like a a coven ritual yeah. like a a black sabbath ritual. ritual in front of an audience and we don't even no. know about it in the guise of dance in the guise of modern dance and yeah. i thought oh that's so fucking cool but then again that never goes anywhere no. either i thought for 2 seconds i don't know if you remember but remember when they were trying to get susie the, to jump, to jump higher. up higher and do the the thing mm-hmm. the the i thought Oh, what they're trying to do because they had Mother Suspirium or Mother Death or whoever it yeah, was whichever. buried under the parquet floor or something, um, <laughs> which we never, right. I, I yeah. think they did. Yeah. I'm not sure. sure. But it's like every time she was doing the leaps, we would see like the creepy hand mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, oh, that's cool. What they're trying to do is they're trying to like wake up. Like, yeah. like she's the lead in the dance piece. So she has to do these leaps super high to wake up, to this- wake up whatever Mother Suspirium is under the floor yeah. and to overtake her and I thought that's where we're going nope and then we didn't that would have been way better if we did go there yeah. that would have been way more interesting yeah um, yeah and so I mean we have clearly many complaints uh, and then today is it um, I, so I was you know looking for reviews and look you know some of them have been very positive um, I don't get it I don't either yeah but I found I found one and we've both read it from um, the New Yorker, <clears throat> excuse me, the New Yorker review, uh, written. I don't remember who wrote it. I wrote it down. Oh, Richard Brody. Okay, yeah. Richard Brody seems to be a pretty intelligent He's legit. dude. Yeah. Um, writing for the New Yorker, he had shared some of our complaints, like sort of basic filmmaking. Right. Complaints. It was uncanny. Um, and then he had a level of sort of philosophical problems with the movie. Right. That I don't think I necessarily thought of. Yesterday, but when I read them, yeah, I was like, "Dude, this this guy is spot on." He titled it, um, you know, "Suspiria is the cinematic equivalent of a design Che T-shirt," referencing it's the Che so Guevara T-shirt. True, man. And then he goes to catalog sort of how the filmmakers um, co-opt these these political things, historical moments that actually mean something, mm-hmm. sort of strip them of any real meaning and kind of just use them uh, as cheap tropes. Right. The idea, again, I mean, it's bril- what a brilliant analogy, a fancy-ass fucking designer taking an image of Che that actually used to fucking mean something right. and probably still does to a lot of people and being like, check out my fucking awesome shirt that I made. Right. I'm so woke. Pay $300 for it. Right, exactly. And yeah, this, he talks about, he's like, he uses the Holocaust, he uses the, um, the Lufthansa, the Lufthansa hijacking, hijacking, the, the, Berlin, the, the wall. Berlin Wall, to, as part of his aesthetic. And at one point, um, Brody refers says like it's actually insidious. It's insidious filmmaking. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then the so more true. I thought about it, I was like, God damn, he's I think he's right. I think he is right. It's like, you know, it's it's this, you know, this trend that's happening right now where suddenly, you know, everyone is a witch. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like suddenly mm-hmm. you know, being a witch is like the trendy in thing to do. And it's like, you know, if you if you have to wear a shirt that says you're a witch, right. then maybe you're not a maybe witch. Maybe you're not, right. Right? Um, or if and, that's all you have. Or if that's right? all you have, yeah. then it's like yeah. maybe you're not yeah. or whatever. 
uh, and I feel that this is the same. Th- the same kind of principle applies to this movie, where it's yeah. like you are you you you're trying to make this important mm-hmm. by connecting it to these these other things, and and then you're you're. It doesn't make your film important, and then you're undercutting the importance of of real things, right? Um, like, <clears throat> and the thing is, is that the storyline in itself is already interesting yes. and compelling, and and could make all the social commentary you need it to make. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to say like you can never mention the Holocaust no. in a movie, but to use it as sort of a cheap throwaway, you know, he lost his wife in Terezin and. It's, but it says nothing about the Holocaust. It says nothing about that, re- that action, like the, that horror. And it's like, oh, is, are you comparing that to a fucking group yeah. of witches? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like, I didn't understand that. I don't understand <clears throat> if that's what he was doing. I didn't understand if that's what he was doing, if he was comparing the Nazis to the witches in the coven, which to me doesn't work. Not at all. But, <clears throat> or like, is he just saying, like, you know, one of the Brody, Horrors, one of like, the things Brody think, says is like, oh, if we we sprinkle these these things, these political and these historical things into our movie, and it seems as though our movie is more important than right. it is. For two seconds, I thought because we had the Holocaust thing happening, and we had the hijacking thing happening, and we had we're in the middle of like the Cold War, and like <clears> you said, the school is like four feet away, literally from the from the wall. I thought, is this are we supposed to recognize this thing that's happening in this dance school as kind of like this female power thing that is ancient and has always been there and is happening amidst, in, amidst these man-created man things? That are relatively new. That are relatively new. And I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't answer that. And that's that. An actually, like to me, what you just said is an interesting idea and maybe that's what he was going for, yeah, but, but it's it, not executed. It's not executed well. Well, no. And I really, I think, I don't know if we already <clears throat> said it, but I think that he, I like, he missed the mark. I just feel like he uh, made this German doctor almost the protagonist yeah. of the film because the, the in the epilogue, like, the final shot of yeah. the film is this shot of, like, a little... It's so weird. Oh, it has nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with it has anything. nothing to do with Susie Banyan no. and everything to do <clears throat> with the German doctor. Yeah. We get Susie after the credits, which we can talk about. I'm so over after the credits. Ugh, whatever. Like if this is a way to acknowledge everyone who worked on a film and sit through the credits, fine. That's great. Everyone deserves credit. But this I'm so tired of we're gonna hit you at the end. I've already disconnected. Yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm already, fucking done. Unless it's like a funny tag <clears throat> or like outtakes or whatever. Right, I'm done. It's like I'm done. If Dom DeLuise is gonna do some pratfalls, I'll stick around. But yeah, that's not. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> Me too, I man. Those. those are the best. No, but like, so in the epilogue, after everything goes down in the epilogue, we have Susie Banyan, who is now Mother Suspirium. Mm-hmm. She visits the doctor. And and I guess puts his mind at releases ease, him releases yes. him from any kind of like she and she has that line where she goes we need shame and guilt but not, not from you. men like you right and as a statement is kind of like yeah there are men who should be who should feel shame, shame and, and guilt, guilt but, but you're, you're you're one of the good ones. you're one of the good ones so not old you man. so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Alzheimer's and make you forget all the women that you fucked over right or all the women that were undone right by you which. 
I don't know. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. Anyway. So she does that for him. She does that for him. And then the final shot is like a zoom in on like this little kind of like heart that has the initials of the doctor and his wife in it. And that's the final shot. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's crazy. Like, it I, I don't understand. Absolutely bizarre. Which it goes was... back to your, your statement that he's the first thing we see. He's the last thing we see. In many ways, it's his film. Um, and much right. to its to its detriment. I right. Mean, to it, its detriment. Yeah, it just never. It never. It has too many ideas. Yeah. And none of them are fully realized. realized. No. Okay. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, and and you know, I know now I'm harping on it, but and amidst all that, you don't have the visual sort of brilliance of of Argento, and and I'm gonna say this, and this is weird to say. I, I don't. If you're gonna get Tom York. <laughs> Why the fuck is do you get Tom York to crank out generic a generic horror music. score, <laughs> even some house music, and then a song that is called Suspirium that I've heard on the radio many times that sounds like a lovely Radiohead song. Great. Okay. I mean, if you're going to get Tom York, and clearly you get Tom York because you know people who are into Suspiria know how important the music is to Suspiria. Right. So you say, of course, we're not going to get Goblin. We're going to do something different, but we're going to get fucking Tom York. Right. And then you get Tom York to do this? Yeah. It, what the yeah. fuck is the point? Yeah. It had no, even the music had no point of view. Right. And you're at a goddamn dance school. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah, and also I just feel like his point of view as far as the dance, like the dancing was wonderful, but he even like didn't know how to shoot the dancing. No, again, right? I mean, the dancing is wonderful because they hired an incredibly talented choreographer and fantastic, and fantastic dance. dancers. Um, but I, you know, this is it just lacks point of view. Yeah, it lacks perspective. I mean, what were those meat hooks about? I, do, I again, I mean, is that an ancient sort of witch thing? I don't know. We're I not. I don't know. They're not used in any. I mean, they're used, but not in any sort of powerful way. No. Um, you want to talk about the nods to the old movie and sure, and yeah, that? yeah, because this seems to be a thing, right? Um, whether it's a remake or uh, uh, sorry, a reboot or a remake, which are two different things. Like we just mm -hmm. saw Halloween, which is not a remake. It's a sequel, technically, with the same yeah. fucking title. Um, but it's more of a... It's a reboot, right? It's a reboot, and in it has ways. a lot of great nods, nods to, to the, the original. original. Actually, some of those things in Halloween, I thought, were very effective. I loved it. Um, what did you think about some of the nods in this one? I was excited when I recognized the first nod, which was the death rattle. You yes, know, yes, um, me too, me yeah, too. Yeah, when it, it in you know in the original, Susie Banyan goes to the to the dance school, and there's suddenly there's an infestation of maggots or something like out of nowhere. Yeah, there's dude. just like I mean, millions of maggots falling from the sky, and so they all have to. To sleep in the dance studio and so they set up these crazy tents and cots in the dance studio with like green lights and sure. red lights sure, because that's, that's what you have yeah, like around you know, at you know they only have dance lighting so they don't have they regular don't, lights they don't have regular Christine. lights so you can so all the dancers are sleeping in the center and th and through these like crazy partitions you can see some of the teachers lying in their own cots because everybody's going to sleep at the right, dance because the maggots don't you know they didn't go to the dance studio right, right. they just went into the <laughs> dormitory um 
And as they're, everything is quieting down, you hear this like, <gasps> this like crazy. Truly like death rattle. A, a death rattle. Like yeah. someone is, is dying. Right. And, um, that's one of the scary parts of, of mm-hmm. Sus- it, and it's very effective in Suspiria. In Suspiria. In the and original. one of the first things that's sort of yeah, like, okay, like, what, what the is hell happening? is happening, yeah. right? And in this one, the death rattle is Susie Banyan's actual mother. Yeah. Uh, back in Ohio, who is dying. dying. And, um, and I thought, oh, okay, that's nice that's, little that nod, nice little sure. nod, whatever. And, but then it doesn't go anywhere. No. It doesn't go anywhere. Like so many things. It's like in this so movie, many things. It goes nowhere. Yeah. The other nod is You said I, like things with the glass. Yeah, things there there's like little tiny nods to Argento's original like art direction there's a lot of like little glowy things that happen yeah the like, way they sort of like like mm-hmm. the weird little glowing light right being sort of like witchcraft right yeah. and the trim in Susie Banyan's room is like mirrored uh, okay so this is the thing is that in the original the art direction is an explosion of 70s gauche yeah like, tacky interior design that is one at once like wonderful, beautiful, and the most vulgar thing you've ever seen in your yeah, life. Yeah, which is is great. so sort of gloriously Italian. It's so <laughs> great, yeah. And they do like a little, they do tiny nods to it in the details, but it's not enough. No, and and at other times, this dog out there is mad yeah, at us yeah, for dog dogging us for, for hating. Um, and at other times, it's it. I felt. Other than before we get to hashtag bloodroom mm-hmm. and the like red costumes in the dance, I felt he almost purposefully went out of his way to avoid color. Yeah. And so we have this like weird Cold War utilitarian like pale green and gray. Everything was green and gray. And and again, if that was your take, then you better have something else to offer. Right. If you can't fall back on sort of the visual fucking genius of Argento or whatever it is, yeah. like then you better have something. And yeah, you have the genius of Tilda Swinton, but that's not enough to make this movie. She can't be in every scene. No, she can't be in every scene. And I, you know, my sister-in-law, Aspen's twin, uh, who is uh, a big fan of the original, and we used to watch in college all the time, um, texted me this today. And she's like, dude, you sound disappointed because she had seen some mm-hmm. shit I posted. And I was like, well, Tilda Swinton is incredible, and the dance stuff is cool. Yeah. And she said, she responded, fine, I'll go watch Orlando and then some Pina Bausch videos. That's it. That's and I was like, like yeah, yeah, great, you'll be covered. All, that's all you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the other things were like, you know, Argento casts some goofy ass people. Oh yeah, man. You know, and some of those dance teachers and some of those people <laughs> in the original film are really just weird. Mm-hmm. And you kinda wonder like, where did he get it's these like a li- it, it reminds me of like what Lynch does. Yeah, it's like a Lynch thing or like if you're a fan a fan of uh Hodorowski, Santa Sangre and uh, El Topo like, and all that. Did they find this person yeah, on they, the side of the street? Exactly. It's it's almost like <laughs> You know, a company of 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 sideshow people, yes. right? Yeah. And I felt that some of the witches, some of the women in the dance company, were nods to that Definitely. kind of like freaky, mm-hmm. like what? And some of them were in different movies. Oh yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah like, totally. Are 
Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And I do think, I think you're right. That does seem sort of like a nod to Like a little to homage yeah. to, to his original casting with just like strange. Strange people. People. Who speak different languages. Yeah, and all that stuff. Um, I did appreciate that. I do have to say Me that too. I did appreciate that. Sometimes they were speaking German. Yeah. Sometimes they were speaking French. French. Yeah. Sometimes they were speaking English. English. Significant portions of the movie Sig- are in German yes. and quite a bit in French. And like she, Tilda Swinton has that great line because there are some, there are some solid moments. Right. But again, most of it to me was the dance stuff. Right. What's that line that she has about dance? Uh, d- dance can no longer be beautiful. Dance has, has to, to be, be a, bro- a, bro- a, bro- like a broken, like a broken nose. nose. It has to be hideous. It has to be terrible. Yeah. Like a broken nose. And again, this is where I was like, I want to watch that movie. I want to watch that. And movie. then she said, if you're going to be a dancer, you need to learn French. Like right. these, like I again, I right. want to watch that movie. Right. Cast her as. That I just let's watch this about this fucked up dance company. Yeah, um, I, I think I think if like if you took the dance portion of this mm-hmm. right, and you know it could have been like a way better Black Swan. Do you know? Yeah, what dude, I'm, totally. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know. Um, and yeah, yeah. So I okay. I wrote I wrote down this this phrase. I wrote down. Nostalgia is a double-edged sword. <laughs> um, you and I are both uh, fucking Gen X till we die. Yeah. Um, so, Generation X, we are now middle-aged, right? Right. We are, our generation is in its 40s and 50s. Yeah, but we're still cool. We're fucking cool, y'all. Um, so we My see, back hurts. Yeah, my back too. I just want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> I sit at concerts. Uh, we seem to be, uh, because we are middle-aged, uh, we are now sort of the target of mass, mass nostalgia Dude. in popular culture. I just bought a dress pattern because it reminded me of Holly Hoppy dolls. Boom. Yeah. Yes. So it makes sense. A lot of us, not me, but you, like, you have kids that are getting older. All these things, right? Our, our parents, the boomers, are like old, and now uh-huh. marketing people are like, we don't care about their money anymore. Right. We care about Gen X, and we care about the children of them. Right. So we are inundated. We are absolutely fucking inundated with remakes and reboots of stuff from our youth or other things that play on our youth. Right. It, which is both a remake mm-hmm. and also updated to be in the 80s, so right. it hits us. It hits Stranger us. Things. Yeah. And when it works... God damn it is like a it beautiful yeah. fucking wave of codeine over me. Oh my god, I you know? know. So like when it works in Stranger Things, when it works in it, whatever that is, whatever those yeah. like because there seems to be like I don't know an honesty to it, it doesn't seem cheap or something. I don't right. know. But when it works, fuck man, I am a sucker and I love it. But god damn it, if it doesn't work, fuck you. I know. And, and in and in this movie I kept I kept going. Okay, I get it. We're in we're in 1977. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I get it. Right. It's 77. I get it. I understand. Yeah. And if you are going to sort of take these these things of our youth, because that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I was I was real young. I mean, I was two when the first one came out, so I don't want to pretend like I saw it. Yeah, then. I was six. So we were very young, but we saw it when we were in high school or whatever. Right. So it's still very much a part of like our right. growing up. Um, 
And if you're you you keep doing this, right? Because we just saw the Halloween reboot or whatever or sequel, whatever you want to call sure. it, on top of the Halloween remake that Rob Zombie did, right. the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, the Friday the Thirteenth remake, which they're about to remake again. Golly. Pet Cemetery is about to come out, which is a remake of again a movie from our youth, and then you made Suspiria. So it's like if you're going to keep doing this, and they made Poltergeist. Um, what are you fucking doing that why are like if you're doing that what is the reason behind it and what are you bringing to it and like that's not to say i'm anti-adaptation or anti-remake sometimes it works Haunt, haunting, haunting of Hill house. Hill house. I, I, and we're gonna do a whole thing because we both love it I right love it. um but it approaches it's it's it honors haunting of hill house and tells a new story right um I, it's just like, if you're gonna remake fucking Suspiria, like, do, do it for, have a reason, man. Right. And it's, you know, because I thought, I was disappointed, you know, and you mentioned it at the beginning of this episode where we, we thought we were gonna get an epilogue. I mean, we thought we were gonna get like a little prologue to the first one, and then we were gonna jump to 2018, and we were gonna see what has happened at the school. In, in the last 40 in years. In the last 40 years, and that would have been interesting. And instead, we stayed in 1977 and got, and got the old, story again uh-huh. but not as clear as the way Argento which, which seems is, like a again, ridiculous insane. statement again it's uh, like it's like if a dude if it's like if you so sat yeah, down and yeah, a guy like, on cocaine told you a story and you were like that's clearer than what that fucking guy right, told exactly you. I'm like and so why are we telling this story again mm-hmm. why, the, why? What, why do we need to tell the story, the story of a, Susie Banyan again, again set in 1977 do we need to tell it again so that we get the point of view of an old german guy yeah i right played by a woman i don't i don't don't understand i I don't understand and what he spends no time at the dance school no so what does he have what does he have to do with it with with these and how does that warrant a remake i i i don't i don't get it and i know people be like oh it's it'll make money or whatever fine okay cool yeah but this is not this is not the kind of movie that's that's going to no, make money. No, it's not. It's like, not Halloween. Cl- clearly, this clearly this filmmaker is not interested in making, making money. money. No, he's because, like a typical Italian right guy. Like he's filmmaker like, is like this is art. yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. He's like he doesn't care. What, he doesn't care what you think, Christy. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and I was like, clearly, he doesn't care what I think. So yeah, why know. does it exist? Like, why does it exist? You know, why and, did he tell this story again? And I like. I it love, does not. It doesn't speak to me as a woman. And I, to me, I, I even said like, I even said like, okay, you're gonna remake Suspiria, and it's gonna be remade by a different middle-aged Italian director. I would have loved it if it had been direct. A get a director. woman. Yeah, yeah. and Italian would have been great because yeah. you know, sure. fucking a. But uh, yeah, then 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 remake Suspiria, and we're gonna remake Suspiria through. With a woman, a female director who will—I don't give a shit—whether she want, whether it's purposeful whether, or not, it will be different. It will be different, and I guarantee the dance will be shot different. I guarantee we won't have a million shots of girls in their early twenties asses. Right. Uh, it will be shot differently. Right. Um. Uh, 
because simply because she would have been a woman. Yes. You will and get a different perspective. But this just to me seemed like another kind of like middle-aged guy who is a lesser fucking filmmaker than Dario Argento. Than Dario Argento. Yeah. Um and it, it, yeah, I don't get it. And so like at least with it, you know, I love the new it. We've talked about that. Yeah. It's one of my I love it. But the first one's a miniseries. It's a different thing. They couldn't do the things that, that they, they can do now. Do now yeah. You know? Um, and so it and also, also, much like Haunting of Hill House, it goes back to the source material. Right. It isn't a remake of the miniseries. It is a new adapt film adaptation of, of the, the book. book. Right. Um, which is a different thing. And so like I know I'm gonna go fucking see Pet Cemetery because I go to see all of these things right. and we'll probably talk about it. But like what is the new pet cemetery going to do? Maybe it'll be amazing. Right. But if not, stop cranking out shit that we've that we already have. Yeah. And it's not a piece of theater. It's not ephemeral. Anyone can go fucking rent Suspiria. Right. And just watch it. Yeah. Anyone can rent the, you know, original Anyone the original Psycho. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. God, Gus Van yeah. Zandt. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he's the one who started this trend. I or that's what it a great is. I, that's a great question. Um and it, it almost seemed like Gus Van Zandt just had a he wanted to try something as a filmmaker and then forced it on the public. Yeah. It was like Gus, you go make I'm your gonna, shot I'm for shot try. remake. Yeah, exactly. And show it to your friends. Right. Um yeah, I don't. And so I just, I, I keep coming back to, is this necessary? And I know some people would say, like, it's a movie. Like, none of these are necessary. But I think for this is, like, if you're going to take something like Suspiria, is it necessary? Like, you you just said it. Why are we telling this story again? And, like, yeah. In, 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 and man, you don't even, and it's so, like. It, it to me it just seemed like he he has these little nuggets of like we do we need shame and guilt but not from men like you right and uh, these other things about like this is more ancient than Christianity and it never follows through with this idea of like feminine power no not at all not it actually sort of at times undercuts it. undercuts it like i i actually was like gonna walk like i didn't talk to aspen about it because like she's already done she's already yeah. moved on but i was like at times it actually is oddly i thought was oddly sexist yeah i agree and you know i think we could probably go back to the argento and, and probably say the same thing sure but, but but that's why we're saying what we're saying yeah. it's like if you're gonna make if you're gonna make a 1977 movie again in 2018 in 2018 and you're going to tell the same story. Have a point of, of view. view. Yeah. Have and a, a has, different, a new yeah, point of a, view. Yeah, have a new point of view. Yeah, and this is is not. And yeah, I thought, it, again, I thought it was like oddly sexist. I thought the way they shot the dance was at times extremely sexist. Yeah. Um, and look. This, and boring. And one, boring, which is crazy because that did, choreographer yeah. did the fucking work. And yeah. two, like, look, I'm not prude. Like, I, I'm going to sound like a total asshole that... Yes, yay. I like pretty girls on screen. Well, of course, everybody does. But like the way I was like, I don't need to see her ass again. Like yeah. that's not the point of the fucking right. dance. Yeah, I don't need to see her writhing on the floor a from behind again. in short shorts again. again. Yeah, that's yeah. not the point of that's the dance. That's not the point of the dance. That shouldn't not... be the point of the movie. Right. Um, you know, and I was thinking about, I was really trying hard to think about something that I liked a lot about it. 
And I had landed on the dream logic. Mm-hmm. I landed on on the dream sequences. One, one one of the powers that these witches have is that they can plant dreams in your in your mind. They right. can make Which you have the dream. Cool power. Cool power. I'm into that. Um, and I, last night I was like, "That's it. That's the thing I liked about the movie." But thinking about it today, I'm just kind of like, "What were those dream sequences?" Right. I mean, like I don't, I don't really remember any of them. And I, I watched, because, of course, it's Halloween time, I watched Rosemary's Baby, like, a few days ago. Uh-huh. And that that dream sequence in Rosemary's Baby um, is still far superior and, to, and effective. Effective. It's creepy as fuck. And it provides legitimate information. Right. And even provides, like, odd... Odd information that, that you might not, like... And odd touchstones to the times in which it yeah. was filmed. The, was that, like, isn't it like the no Catholics? Isn't that it? It's no Catholics allowed. You get, like, this image of, like, Jackie Kennedy coming to, like, comfort her. Uh-huh. Um, and, and because of the time it was filmed in. So you get these, like, little odd touchstones. Right. You know, the Tannis Root Necklace is the ring of the Pope. Right. You know, the Pope is visiting New York at this time. He shows up in her dream. Um, so it, it makes more, oddly makes more dream logic sense, sense. Yeah. Than and, what we saw last and night. And it's creepier, I and think. And it's creepier. Last night was just like a bunch of jump cuts of uh-huh. stuff. Of, of odd images. Yeah, I mean... It, it, a, we got like an odd jump cut to a medicine chest at yeah, one point. Right. Where I was like... What is that? What is that about? I yeah. have no idea. And, and I... Uh, yeah, I mean, I keep coming back to, uh, you know, things I... I look, like I said, Tilda Swinton's a genius. But I already knew that. Yeah. I already knew she was better at this than most people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I didn't need this movie to tell me that or remind me of that, you know? Right. Um, you know what I did like a lot? I liked the pre-show stuff. The pre-show stuff was far more interesting the than the movie. The pre-show stuff was super great yeah. because they showed inspirations for the dance. For the choreography, yeah. For the yeah. choreography in the movie. And so we got to see a lot of Pina Bausch yeah. stuff. And then, and, like, some shit from the 20s, yeah, man. some shit from the 20s. This, this choreographer, this woman named Mary... Wigham? I think or so. Something yeah. Like that. Mary Wigham, who is French or German. I don't know. I can't remember. But she used to do, like, in the 20s, this, like, weird ass choreography. Yeah, like, man. I'm going to have to go look it up. Yeah, dude. It was, she, there was, was There was even, like, a quote. And when I heard that quote, I thought, oh, this is going to be so fucking great because it so correlates to the movie where this 1920s choreographer, she's like, you know, it needs to be ugly. Dance is ugly. Dance should be hard. Dance right. should be, you know, we should be able, the hands become, uh, the hands should become like uh, birds that stab. Or yeah. like She said something like that. She goes, and, and we need to be able to go inward because honestly, do, don't we all have a hundred year old woman living inside, inside of yeah. us? And I was like, what? What the fuck? Okay, sure, I guess we do. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great because yeah. this is this is what the movie should be about. Uh-huh. Is that this young woman comes to this dance school in Germany only to find out that she is the vessel for this ancient, ancient power. power that is female. Fe- yeah, and like I go back, like I, I had never heard of that woman me neither. Um, she was clearly a fucking visionary. Yeah. Pina Bausch, who I have heard of because my sister-in-law was like, "Hey, idiot, you need to go watch Pina Bausch stuff." And I it blew my fucking mind. Yeah, she's my great. sister-in-law's a dancer, by uh-huh. the way, choreographer. Um, she was a fucking visionary. 
Dario Argento was a, was vision- a visionary. Goblin. Goblin. Visionary. And we got a bunch of people who had very little vision at all. And yeah. that's how I feel about... That's, like, kind of my main takeaway. You have all of these sort of brilliant... All, like, the, the best inspiration you could ever have mm-hmm. across the board. Choreography, filmmaking, music. Music. And you, sh- you, you fucking shat the bed on all of them. Yeah. Um, it's true. And, like, again, I, I hate to reiterate, it's like, you hired Tom York. Right. I mean, it's not... It's not hard. Like, go turn on Kid A. Like, let him do some of that weird shit. Um, like, do, right. do something. Right. Um, and, yeah. And, you know, I don't know where we are on time. I know... We have a few minutes. Okay. Um, you know, you kept saying... Well, you, what you said is sort of, I think, makes so much sense. You kept saying, like, I get it. It's fucking 1977. I get it. It's fucking 1977. And, like, the thing about the original is it just is 1977. It just is 1977. It's not as... Because that's when it was made. So I don't need your, like, heavy-handed... Like, it does nothing. It does fucking nothing except give you an excuse to deal with with the Cold War. Right. Or to have a sweet 1977 Dorothy Hamill haircut. Yeah. Like, (laughs) that's 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 it. That's the only thing. And, like, I don't... There's nothing... Again, there's nothing interesting about that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have, I, I, you know, I, I, like you said, I mean, we, we both were like, God, I got so excited when I thought part one was the, 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 this is the end. This is the end of the original Suspiria we never got to see. Right. And now we're going to see something fucking entirely new. Right. The chapter titles were interesting to me and then sure. they never delivered. Never delivered. The becoming. Yeah. The taking Split pair. Split pair. Like, <laughs> Split pair. I was legit. like, I was like, what was, was that the epilogue or the last the chapter? Epi- I can't. The I last think... chapter was like split pair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh shit, pair. That's crazy. And then I was like, oh, that's the split pair. Yeah, he literally cut a pair. Yeah, literally. Fuck cut off. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So I mean, man, I. One of these days. M- it's funny because we're usually, I mean, we're generally pretty positive on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Not in life. Not in life. But we are yet to, I think Halloween at least didn't. I liked Halloween. Yeah. At least we I had were, a good time. We were entertained. I was let down in some ways, but not considering Halloween is one of my favorite movies. Like, uh, I'll watch Halloween 2018 again. Absolutely. And I, if they make Halloween 2019, I'll I will go see it. that shit. But I don't know about this one. Like I, la- Last night I came home and I thought, I'm going to watch this again when it comes out on DVD or when it becomes streaming or whatever. But now I'm like, no, nah, nah, do I? I'm I gonna, I'll just go watch I'll the go old watch one. I'll go watch the old one. I'll go watch the old one. And maybe I'll watch this one because I love Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... And and I you know I can't overstate it. I mean it is weird. You and I are both actors. We have both acted for many years. many many years. Uh, we've studied it in school and all that stuff. I the the thing like one of the things that still excites me. There are like a few people in the I mean literally in the world where you watch them and you forget and you and yeah and and at this and even as an actor you're like I, at least for me I was like I don't know how she's doing what she's doing. Right. I don't understand. And this yeah. is the thing I fucking studied. Yeah. Um and and that that's so rare. And so when that that is cool to see. Again, yeah. 
But you can watch Orlando. You can watch Orlando, or you can watch even fucking Snowpiercer, which is absurd Fantastic. and insane. Or you she can is watch, amazing. We have it. to talk about Kevin. Yeah. But I'll never watch that movie again. No, fucking Wasp. But she's but, uh, fantastic. Yeah, she's so good. She's and, so good in it. And it's it's almost a shame to me that it's in this that movie. it's in this movie that she's so brilliant in two so different roles. And that it's 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 squandered in yeah. a, in a way. Madame um, Blanc is definitely the one that I care most. Oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. Easily. There's um, a moment when she is sitting in a chair and smoking, and that's and I was like, this is one of the most powerful things I've ever seen, and <laughs> and that so and that's all she's doing. That's all she's doing, and so like there's something innate, yeah. in her and her understanding of of. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. She's way better at it than I am. She's fantastic. My takeaway from all of this is that next time we go watch a movie, we both have to eat tacos. I have to eat tacos. I failed the group. I failed the group. But I might go tacos, $9 milkshake. (laughs) Oh, no, that's fine. You can add anything to the tacos, but I think we need to have tacos. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so, I mean, go watch the movie? I don't, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I would much rather suggest, like, if you want, like, a spooky, creepy, honestly, and this is saying a lot for me because I laughed in the theater when I watched this movie also. If you want a spooky-ish, creepy movie that involves dancing, go watch Black Swan. Yeah, yeah. And I laughed as well. And it has its own set of problems. But it's, like, actually way more interesting to watch than this was. Totally. It totally um, was. Or And shorter. Say, yeah. Say, fuck it and just go watch the original Suspiria. Suspiria. Go watch the original Suspiria. Yeah. yeah. And or just you know fucking roll around with that goblin soundtrack on, man. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Um Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we will what are we going to talk about next week? Do we know yet? I don't know. At some point we had said we were going to do Hill House, but we'll see when we get to it. We'll yeah. we'll we'll figure something out. We'll we'll go positive next we'll week. We'll go positive next week and welcome November. It's Thanksgiving time. Time for pilgrim movies. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.